It's time to talk about an e-commerce giant, and that e-commerce giant is Shopify. This is the Running With The Money Deep Dive. Let's get into it. What is up? My name is Luke Donay, and welcome back to another episode of the Running With The Money Deep Dive, where we dig into an individual company, talk all about it, and figure out what this company is all about. And today's company of focus is, you guessed it, Shopify, as we said in the intro. So what does Shopify do? What's their ticker symbol? What are the financials behind the company? Um, and is it a good investment for the long term? Well, we're going to talk about a few of those things throughout today's episode. So let's get right into it and start with what in the world Shopify does. Well, Shopify, and by the way, their ticker symbol is SHOP for those of you who are going to follow along and should do more research after because this is meant to serve as a start to the research you do on a company that you believe could be a solid investment. Now, Shopify is a leading SaaS, S-A-A-S, commerce company that provides users not only with all of the tools necessary to set up a digital storefront, but additional solutions, including point of sale systems, marketing tools, logistics solutions, and much more. Now, exploring Shopify, the company follows the common software as a service SaaS business model, in which software is licensed as a subscription product to customers, but is hosted by the company's cloud infrastructure. Now, do note, not all of the revenue generated via their SaaS model, software as a service model, is, you know, that's not all their revenue. You take a look at their total revenue and a very small minority of that revenue is actually also generated from hardware sales, such as point of sale POS uh, hardware. Now, sifting through revenue avenues, Shopify generates revenue through a bevy of areas, including subscription plans, transaction fees, referral fees, hardware sales, logistics services, their unique app marketplace, the theme store, the Shopify exchange marketing channels, and much more. So there's a lot of revenue streams mixed in there, but they break them down under two core labels. So when Shopify reports earnings, they report under two revenue streams or two revenue segments, subscription solutions and merchant solutions. Now to lead off, we're going to talk about these subscription solutions. So what's in these subscription solutions revenue? Well, subscription solutions revenue is comprised of a few things that includes subscription fees, point of sale, pro fees, domain sales, app sales, and theme sales. Now breaking down the company's subscription offerings, there are actually six core plans that Shopify offers to customers. And those include basic Shopify, Shopify, advanced Shopify, Shopify Lite, Shopify Plus, and free trial. Now, summarizing those core plans and how they differ, each offers improved credit card rates, increased staff accounts, better shipping discounts, and more features as a subscription plan ascends. Now, to round out subscription solutions, it is important to note that Shopify Plus is a plan that is built for enterprise-level merchants, and this plan allows for higher volume and improved efficiency, and if you take a look at the customers or a few customers that use Shopify Plus, there are some mega names mixed in there. Now, on the flip side, merchant solutions revenue is comprised of payment processing fees, advertising revenue, point-of-sale hardware sales, and referral fees. Now, breaking down merchant solutions revenue segment, there are actually a few segments of Shopify that have brand names, such as Shopify Payments, Shopify Capital, Shopify Shipping, and Shopify Point of Sales are all included under the umbrella of Merchant Solutions. So that is a pretty easy or simplistic way to break down how Shopify's revenues are generated and also reported. Now, taking a look and expanding on Shopify, it is important to dig in and describe this ecosystem. Now, breaking down the ecosystem, Shopify offers merchants or customers a bevy of useful tools 
tools and solutions, not only including digital storefronts and building tools for that storefront, but marketing, payment, logistics, customer management, and wholesale tools. They truly offer all the tools to run an e-commerce company almost. Now, Shopify is led by founder and chief executive officer, CEO, Toby Lutke, who founded the company in 2006 with Scott Lake. Since then, Lukey has continued to build the company, leading it to what is now one of the largest e-commerce companies in the world. Now, behind Lutke is a strong management team comprised of leaders with vast experience from the likes of Social Fabric, Genotech, Goldman Sachs, and so many more fantastic companies. Now, do note, multiple team members were former executives of their own startups and founders of other successful companies. Now, exploring partnerships across the company, Shopify has and maintains partnerships with a magnitude of mega names, including Google, Facebook, Instagram, eBay, Walmart, Spotify, and as of most recently, TikTok and Microsoft. Now, throughout the third quarter, Shopify partnered with TikTok to introduce TikTok shopping to merchants. And this partnership enables merchants to create TikTok for business and link products directly from their platform to their website. Furthermore, most recently, Shopify partnered with Microsoft to bring product listings directly to the shipping tab on Bing or the shopping tab on Bing, Microsoft Start, and Microsoft Edge. The capabilities will all be offered to merchants through the Microsoft Channel app, which is going to be listed on Shopify's App Store, which has grown an immense amount throughout the years and now offers thousands of apps to Shopify merchants. Now, summarizing the third quarter, Shopify launched Shopify Markets, Shopify Balance, and Shopify Shipping in the UK shortly thereafter. And after closing out the quarter, Shopify went on to launch the Shopify Global ERP program and Spotify channel. So some big time launches coming out of, uh, I would say, Shopify here continuing to expand on their ecosystem. Now, you can read more on the Shopify Global ERP program through the link below in the article. So go to the article on Running With money.com under the analysis tab you will find every single deep dive that we have ever released you will see the shopify one and within the article is a link to read more about shopify's latest program launch now digging into these latest q uh earnings numbers q3 2021 they unfortunately missed the mark i know they missed the mark but it does not mean that the numbers were bad because if you take a look they delivered a q3 eps of 81 cents and that did miss the estimate of a dollar 18 and unfortunately eps shrank by 28.32% year over year. But let's look under the hood. If you took a look at revenue, Shopify delivered $1.1237 billion in total revenue, representing 46% growth year over year. Now, that's 46% growth when compared to the Q3 2020 level of $767 million. So a very solid revenue metric coming out, 46% growth year over year, I'm not complaining. Now, breaking down revenue by a segment, subscription solutions revenue totaled $336.208 million, while merchant solutions revenue totaled $700 $87.532 million. That means that subscription solutions revenue grew by 37% year over year in that merchant solutions revenue grew by 51% year over year. Some solid metrics coming out of Shopify. Now, according to management, subscription solutions revenue was driven by an influx of merchants joining Shopify throughout the quarter, while merchant solutions revenue was motivated by GMV growth. Now, Shifting into GMV and MRR and some other things, rounding out revenue, monthly recurring revenue, otherwise known as MRR, increased by 33% year over year to a much stronger $98.8 million. Now, do note, 
28% of MRR in Q3 is comprised of the Shopify Plus revenue stream, representing $27.2 million in MRR. So it's safe to say Shopify Plus um, is a major part of MRR. And that level was higher than the Q3 2020 representation level of 25% of MRR. Now, shifting in the gross merchandise volume, otherwise known as GMV, Shopify delivered $41.8 billion in GMV throughout Q3, representing a strong 35% increase year on year. Now, gross payment volume, GPV, also grew, expanding by 49% year on year to $20.5 billion. Now, rotating into net income, Shopify delivered $1.1485 billion in Q3 net income, representing a significant improvement over the same time 2020 level of $191.1 million. And on an adjusted basis, net income totaled $102.8 million, unfortunately representing a decline from the same time 2020 level of $140.8 million. Now, continuing along the lines of income, Shopify ran an operating loss with a total operating loss of $4.1 million in Q3, representing a decline year over year when compared to the same time 2020 level of $50.6 million in operating income. Now, on the flip side, adjusted operating income totaled $140.162 million in Q3, representing an improvement over the same time 2020 level of $130.940 million. Now, it is important to note that Q3 2021 adjusted operating income represented 12% of revenue compared to 17% in Q3 of 2020. Now, shifting into the profit front, Shopify delivered $608.9 million in Q3 gross profit dollars, that's a 50% improvement year over year. Do note Q3 2020 adjusted operating or gross profit totaled $405.148 million. And on an adjusted basis, gross profit dollars expanded by 49% year over year to $616.4 million. Now, leadership was pretty upbeat about this quarter. There were a few negatives mixed in. You know, you take a look, EPS did decline on a year over year basis. You also take a look and see some net income issues. Um, but at the same time, you saw profit continue to expand and leadership was upbeat about the revenue growth as well, um, and a few other net positives such as GMV, GPV, and MRR growth. So what did leadership have to say about the quarter? They went on to say, quote, our results show that Shopify is executing well, giving our merchants the tools they need to compute in differentiated ways in a growing number of markets. We remain focused on simplifying commerce for our merchants so they can take full advantage of what digital makes possible in reimagined retail. CFO Amy Shapiro said throughout the quarterly report. Now, looking to the future, management did not provide specific guidance, but noted that revenues and gross profit dollars are expected to continue solid expansion in the Q4, and that guidance continues to remain in line with leadership forecast from February. Now, although it is important to note that growth is not expected to match those 2020 growth rates in specific segments, and this is due to the acceleration they saw throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. They saw a lot of growth and accelerated pace of growth throughout the pandemic, and therefore, it's going to be hard for the company to match those 2020 growth rates. So the comparable is going to look a little wonky and it's actually going to look negative when it comes to the growth rate specifically. Now, shifting into the balance sheets, uh, it was rock solid as of Q2 and as of Q3, it was as well. So taking a look at the balance sheet, they have $910 million in total debt, $1.835 billion in liabilities, but $11.956 billion in assets and a cash and short-term investments level of $7.755 billion as of Q2 2021. So a rock 
rock-solid balance sheet there. Their assets, cash, short-term investments far outweigh their liabilities and debt, and that is exactly what I want to see. Now, you take a look on a valuation basis, and as of today, Shopify trades at a price-to-earnings of 56.95 times, a forward price-to-earnings of 237 times, a price-to-sales of 44.98 times, a price-to-book of 16.8 times, and a price-to-free cash flow of 413 times. So, yes, the valuation is stretched. It is elevated, but many investors believe it is only right to pay up for the growth um, that Shopify is currently experiencing and what investors believe Shopify will experience in the future. Now, management, they have been effective with a return on equity of 38.85%, a return on assets of 32.48%, and return on invested capital of 34.04%. So the numbers are pretty darn solid when it comes to how effective management has been. Now, Given all of these numbers, given the latest quarter, given the effectiveness of management, given the solid balance sheet, given the fundamentals and the business model, um, given how effective management has been over the years, um, you take a look and what are the analysts thinking? Well, they currently have a mean price target of $1,696 a share. Um, that's pretty darn solid. That's significant upside over 15%. The high price target is $2,000 a share and the low price target is $1,400 per share. So it's safe to say the analysts are mostly bullish here when it comes to Shopify. Now, the big money is quite involved with 68.38% of Shopify being owned by institutions. Top holders include, of course, Bailey Gifford, Capital World Investors, and Jenison Associates. Now, if you want a technical breakdown of Shopify and the technical breakdown of the stock, go to runningwiththemoney.com. Within this article that's published under our analysis tab, you will find a technical breakdown of as well of um, Shopify. Now, shifting into investor sentiment. Exploring investor sentiment, the bears believe in elevated valuation, increasing competition, and supply chain challenges or disruptions are reasons to predict future downside. Meanwhile, the bulls believe a growing e-commerce industry, a well-developed ecosystem of services, and a bevy of partnerships will bolster future upside. In short, Shopify, ticker symbol SHOP, is a solid e-commerce company boasting a reliable management team, a strong balance sheet, expanding revenues, a growing customer base, and an ever-accelerating e-commerce adoption at its back. So, that's pretty much all the basis or all the the foundation of Shopify per se. Basises, man, that's a word. <laughs> Either way, that is Shopify. And there's your quick little rundown of Shopify for the day. If you want to know more about Shopify, go to runningwiththemoney.com under the analysis tab. We have the deep dive published on there as well. And also do more research on these names. These deep dives are simply here to give you a foundation to start your research. And I appreciate you all listening. So that's another episode. That is another deep dive. And we'll be back on Thursday with another deep dive of a another company. We're going to keep a secret on what company we're breaking down next. In the meantime, East Sleep Profit, trade on, do the research, and I will see you tomorrow. 